Hello, everybody. This is Rob Swatsky from the York Campus of Hack, and in this podcast, we'll be reviewing the functions of the white blood cells. All types of white blood cells are major players in the immune system and are involved in fighting inflammation and infection caused by pathogens and other foreign substances. Many white blood cells can destroy pathogens by phagocytosis, literally by consuming and digesting them, as we see here in this photograph of a neutrophil ingesting some bacteria. Or they can destroy pathogens by triggering other immune responses. Neutrophils are the first responders to pathogens such as bacteria and emigrate or exit out of the bloodstream to the infected or inflamed region. They do this by rolling along the endothelium of a blood vessel, usually a capillary, stick to it, and then squeeze out of the vessel by passing in between the endothelial cells. Adhesion molecules, such as selectins, which are found on the blood vessel endothelium, these are these spring-like symbols here lining the inside of the vessel. These help slow the white blood cell down and help it roll along and eventually stick to the membrane surface. Selectins are usually produced along the endothelium in injured or inflamed areas. The neutrophil membrane contains another type of adhesion molecule called integrins. These help bind the cell to the endothelium, help it stick to the surface, and also assist the cell in moving out of the vessel into the interstitial fluid. For an analogy, think of the interplay between selectins and integrins as being similar to the hooks and the loops of Velcro. Neutrophils are lured to the scene of inflammation or injury by chemicals produced by pathogens, such as toxins, or by the inflamed tissue itself, such as kinins from injured tissues. The movement of white blood cells toward the location of these chemicals is called chemotaxis. The white blood cells are taxiing to or moving to the source of the chemicals. Once the white blood cells arrive, phagocytosis begins. Several white blood cells are specialized for conducting phagocytosis and are known as the phagocytes, the neutrophils, monocytes, and macrophages. In phagocytosis, the microbe adheres to the neutrophil cell membrane and then is engulfed into the cell through ingestion. It's surrounded by a vesicle that is pinched off from the plasma membrane and begins to move through the cell where it combines with a lysosome and ultimately is broken down through digestion and destroyed. There's a variety of ways that neutrophils kill the microbes as they move through phagocytosis within the cell. Neutrophils secrete lysozymes, which are enzymes that digest certain types of bacteria, and strong oxidants, such as the superoxide anion, hydrogen peroxide, and the bleach-like hypochlorite ion. 
Neutrophils also contain proteins called defensins that destroy bacteria and fungi by penetrating their cell membranes with needle-like groups of peptides, causing the cell to burst. Like neutrophils, eosinophils can emigrate out of the capillaries into tissue fluid. They secrete enzymes like histaminase, in effect an antihistamine that help turn off the inflammation reaction brought on by allergic reactions, which are in part triggered by the chemical histamine. Eosinophils also break down antigen-antibody complexes through phagocytosis and can also combat the effects of parasitic worm infections. Basophils also emigrate out of capillaries at regions of inflammation and release granules that contain heparin, histamine, and serotonin. These chemicals help strengthen the inflammation reaction and are the main triggers of allergic or hypersensitivity reactions, what we call allergies. Histamine is a vasodilator and heparin is an anticoagulant. Both help bring more blood to the scene of inflammation. Basophils share similarities to a kind of connective tissue cell called a mast cell. Mast cells also develop within the bone marrow from the same pluripotent stem cells that give rise to all of the other white blood cells and are found throughout the body, especially in the skin, respiratory system, and GI tract. Like basophils, mast cells also release the same variety of chemicals that help intensify inflammation. Lymphocytes are the major immune system cellular defenders and destroy microbes in a variety of ways. They are found throughout the body and move through the lymph fluid that flows through lymphatic vessels and in lymphoid tissues like lymph nodes. Because of their longer residence in these tissues, lymphocytes don't spend much time circulating in the blood and are only moving through the bloodstream for a few hours at a time. The three main lymphocytes are the B cells, T cells, and natural killer, or NK cells. B cells are effective at attacking and breaking down bacteria, as well as neutralizing their toxins. B cells can transform into another kind of cell called a plasma cell, which secretes antibodies that help in specific immune defense. T cells are specialized to destroy viruses, fungi, cancer cells, and certain bacteria. They may also attack transplanted organs, which can lead to organ rejections. The natural killer cells are more generalists and destroy a large variety of microbes as well as tumor cells. Monocytes emigrate in large numbers to the site of an infection, but take longer to arrive compared to the faster neutrophils. But once there, they grow bigger and transform into fixed or wandering macrophages, which are very effective at destroying lots of microbes through phagocytosis, as well as removing dead tissue post-infection. We know that high numbers of white blood cells are often correlated with an infection or inflammation. A complete blood count, or CBC, counts all of the blood cells, including red blood cells, white blood cells, and platelets, 
and also includes a hematocrit and a measure of the amount of hemoglobin in grams per milliliter of blood. A differential white blood cell count is also included in a CBC. A differential count, or DIF for short, is a blood test performed where the five different types of white blood cells are counted in the sample and their percentages determined. This information about the numbers of each type of white blood cell, whether normal or abnormally high or low, can then be used to help in the patient's diagnosis. This is because we know the specific functions of the white blood cells and the roles they play in the body's defense. For example, elevated numbers of neutrophils can indicate a bacterial infection, burn injury, stress, or inflammation, while elevated numbers of eosinophils may indicate allergic reactions, parasites, or some autoimmune diseases like lupus.